And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week, we're going to the casino. We're going to gamble away all our life savings. Uh, Not for you. You find a way to freaking double it. Yeah, I usually do. I mean, I'm great at craps. Blackjack yeah. is kind of hit or miss. No pun intended. Uh, um, <laughs> um, uh, you're terrible. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, gambling. I mean, I like how the, the best part about this whole episode is that the casino literally lasts one episode. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the funny part about it. Um, they build this giant casino and they're like, eh, all right, we did it for an episode. But we also we also kind of get a expansion on Springfield too, which is which is kind of cool. Kind of open, yeah. open up the Springfield world. We kind of see what other parts there are, and we'll get into that in the episode. Um, so uh, this uh, episode is season five, episode ten, Springfield. I'm sorry, dollar sign Springfield, or how I or how I learned to stop worrying and love legalized gambling which is an obviously title reference to the 64 film Dr. Strangelove or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Yeah. I like Holy Christ. Yeah. This, this is, is a long, 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 long title. title. And I really hope that Spotify and uh, Apple and all the other services don't mind a really long <laughs> title. I kind of, I kind of hoping that there's not a character limit for yeah. how long a title could be. <laughs> apparently yeah. there's apparently back in the uh, 90s they didn't have a character limit because social media and that stuff didn't exist yet so yeah um it'll be a it'll be a fun uh fun time putting this online for you folks and, yep. if, and if for some reason you guys don't see the full title just blame the internet yep so air date is december 16th 1993 and this is the last episode for 1993 because yep. the following week is Christmas and the following week is New Year's, so yep. So they're going on their little uh, winter little break. break. They're going on winter break. Who doesn't but like winter here, break? I like going on winter break. But here at the Simpsons Day podcast, we never take a break. Yes, we that, always that you bring you of. a new episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, recap: Springfield legalizes gambling, leading Mister Burns to open a casino, and Marge becomes an addict. Now, okay, so. In Wisconsin, there have been, you know, a few casinos, which have mostly been on tribal land, right? Yeah. But it wasn't till very recently, right, that they put some casinos within, like, Milwaukee city limits? Or have those always been there? Like, Potawatomi, I know, is, like, downtown now. Yeah, there's a... I know there's a couple casinos here in Green Bay... Uh, there that are owned, I believe, by the tribes. Okay, because I was always wondering. Now, is now sports betting is allowed in Wisconsin? Only right? at the casinos. Okay, yeah, I was trying to figure out, you know, because Minnesota, you know, casinos can only be on tribal lands here, and there's no yeah. no sports betting anywhere in the state. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Whatever state Springfield is in, obviously not Nevada, because, yeah. you know, that state has legalized gambling. 
Uh, yeah. And they also make a joke about going to Nevada. So, yeah. <laughs> so we know they're not there. Yeah. Uh, we actually get a chalkboard this week. Uh, I will not say Springfield just to get applause, which is kind of the trope of like, when I saw this, my first thought went to like wrestling. Cause that's a huge, easy way for like a good guy to like get applause when they go to like the city they're traveling to. They'll say like, Oh yeah. Local sports team here in the city of where the local sports teams play is awesome. And then everybody will cheer. Hello, St. Louis. Yeah. Or like, you know, rock bands or, you know, maybe some comedians, uh, you know, they'll, they'll say the name just to get a cheer. Look, I know when I watch like TV shows or listen to comedians, uh, and they talk about like, oh yeah, we, we went to Wisconsin or like, you know, we cheer kind of in our, in, internally sometimes or externally, depending on if it's comedian. Yep. Yeah. So, so Bart, Bart apparently was doing something and he said the word Springfield and everybody applauded and Kerbopple didn't like it. It reminds me of, you know, the upcoming episode. What is it? Uh, it's a, in a few weeks, Bart gets famous the yeah. I didn't do it line. And remember how they're all the kids are in the classroom. They're like, they're all looking at him. They're like, say the line, Bart. Bart. <laughs> and then they all cheer after Bart says the line. It kind of reminded me of that, but this is a little bit early. So Bart, Bart was kind of prepping to be famous. He's like, okay, I'm going to say, say this word over and over again and get applause. Yes. Uh, so our couch gag this week, um, this is kind of a repeat. So, when we did Homer's Barbershop Quartet, they did the, the clapboard gag where you had three different couch gags. They took one of the couch gags from that, and it's the one where they run into each other and they, like, all break because they're glass. Yeah. That's, I mean, so. it's funny. You would think, oh, this is a new. So, okay. So, look at it like this. The Barbershop Quartet, first episode of the season. They yes. were doing They were doing some test gags. They were trying to see which ones play. And now we're on episode 10. They're like, all right, we did a focus group. We had uh, some people watch these couch gags. This yep. one made the cut. <laughs> so they yep. introduced it, right? No, because uh, we'll get into that for next week. <laughs> uh, I think it's I think it's funny. Well, no, no, no. That one made the cut, too. I think the, did the third one make the cut. I don't know if the third one made the cut. I don't know. We'll have to keep you keep it. Keep on it. All right, so let's let's kick off this episode with news on parade by yep. Corporation News. <laughs> so uh, Abe and Jasper are at a uh, at a movie theater, and yep. so back in the olden times, they actually did war newsreels and basically things going on uh, at the yeah. movies because not everyone had not everyone had TVs at home, but a lot of people went to the movies. So. They did all their newsreels and stuff at the movie theater so people could actually see, you know, what was going on in the world. And the current events we get are nuclear bomb testing, which uh, yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guy's just sitting there, like, smiling, ready to go. And all of a sudden, the, you know, the bomb goes off, the nuclear material, whatever, the, the cloud comes and hits him. Then all of a sudden you yeah. see his teeth start falling out and then dies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get new gadgets, uh, a television, which, hey, look, I mean, look, it was 
you know, that for them, it was new at the time. And yeah. I like how there's just showing a train coming at us. Must be like, <laughs> must be an episode of like Rocky and Bullwinkle or. I don't know. Well, it's funny because like the family in the commercial freaks out because the train like <laughs> crashes. Right it, so this is it's like coming... the first television ever. Maybe. Like TV just made its debut and people are scared. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then Springfield on the grow. City uh, on the grow. Oh, sorry. City on the grow. Yeah. So. Back then, Springfield uh, was extremely popular. They were like, what, yes. was like top 200 cities in the country or something? I thought it was like top 50. Or top 50? Yeah. I mean, they were, they were I mean, what happened to them? They really fell off. Um, well, as we'll they, find out in yeah, a minute. Yeah, but they have a, they have a Springfield Aqua Car Company where, where the cars are being manufactured. <laughs> and then right into the river, you see them blowing down. Now, would that just be a boat? No, it was a car. Dude, man, it's a car that drives on water. No, it drives in water. Oh, it runs on water. <laughs> it runs It runs on water. So, Bo, no, man, it runs on water. <laughs> but these cars, these cars drive in water. They're amphibious. Apparently. Now, I don't think they're scuba, though, or uh, sub, submarine. I don't know if they go no. underwater. They just no, ride no, on no. It's, it's an easy way to get down the river, man. <laughs> I don't know if that would really work. No, probably not. I, oh, well, okay. So what about those Jeeps that have, you know, the snorkel on the outside of them? So they can actually ride in water. You've seen those, right? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, you've never seen them? Look them up. They're pretty cool. So they're for like the outdoorsy type. They're, they're actually a Jeep. So by yeah. the Jeep Wrangler Jeep company. And they actually have a snorkel on them for the engine so you could actually go midway in the water and the engine would still work they're they're actually pretty cool okay so yeah check them out so i don't i can't say this is a future prediction because these cars look more sedany than the jeep but yeah if you guys don't know go check it out the jeep company makes uh makes some aqua cars i guess you could call them yeah. Um, so then we see that it's a flashback with Abe and Jasper at a movie at the Aztec. Yep. Uh, as they're walking out, we see, get the billboard on the Aztec, uh, featuring Ray Mill Milland in tame the mighty Hudson. Yes. <laughs> Who's the mighty Hudson? Is it a boxer? Or the river. A lion? Oh, it's a river. The Hudson river. Oh, the- <laughs> you got to tame it, huh? I mean, I've never personally visited the Hudson River, so I don't know how outlandishly crazy it is, but... Yeah. We do know that planes like crashing in it. Correct. Correct, they do. Yep. Uh, But yeah, as uh, Jasper and Abe are walking down the street, they're, you know, kind of gloating about their city, and they're like, um, they're they're like, oh, this street's used to be paved with gold. And I like how (laughs) Jasper's like, they actually are. And you see, like, a car just skidding down the road. Um, yeah, I don't think building your roads with uh, precious metals um, is a very smart idea. No, because gold doesn't isn't very, uh, isn't a friction-heavy No, material. it's very smooth. Yes, so, like, your tires would probably spin out, like we see yes. as, they're, as they're walking down the road. But, yeah, yep. we cut to present day, and... Obviously, you see it kind of fade to the shittiness of a Springfield. Like, it, yeah. you know, there, it's like, I, it's really weird. I feel like we've seen the Aztec in a 
better light than yeah. than this. Like I, I feel like the Aztec part of town isn't the rundown part of Springfield, you know, that we've seen before. Yeah. Right. I mean, you'd agree with that, right? I, don't, yeah. I feel like, yeah. But, but yeah, we, so when we cut to present day, they're, you know, walking down the street and Abe and Jasper walk by an adult movie theater, which include movies include sperms of endearment <laughs> and, yeah, and I'll do anyone. Now these uh, porno movies um, yes. are spoofs on the James L. Brooks produced films, terms of endearment. Yep. And I'll do anything. Okay. So if if you guys already don't know, James L. Brooks <laughs> is an executive producer on The Simpsons. So correct. So it's kind of funny they used his movie titles to <laughs> make some good porno ter- porno movies. Now, yep. for those of you kids out there that don't know, is they actually do this in real life. It's called Rule Thirty. No, Rule Thirty Four is uh, well, it's it, it is a porn rule, but. Yes, where they take movie titles and turn them into porn movie t- titles. The best one that I could think of just off the top of my head is Armageddon. On. That's just awful. <laughs> the, off, the, off the top of my head, that's the one I always remember because it's such an outlandish <laughs> title. Uh, uh. But then, uh, but then uh, Jasper and... Um, Abe run into a homeless guy and the homeless guy walks up to grandpa and he's like, <laughs> got any spare change, man? Yes. And you won't be getting any of it. Anybody wants something for nothing. And then grandpa and Jasper walk into a social security <laughs> office. I'm old. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's hilarious. Uh, oh, that's great. That's a great turn, man. Old people are uh, just as bad as homeless people, I guess. Well, so, I mean, the whole point is they're retired and they're yeah. supposed to get their money back. Yeah. But obviously that's the joke and I explained it. Yes. Thank you. Um, You're so, welcome. So now we cut to the power plant where Homer is uh, in the bathroom <laughs> and he finds a pair of glasses in the toilet. Gross. Yeah. I d- don't want to put those on. Like, no. I, that that seems like dumb. Don't do that, Correct. guys. Don't put on, don't on, okay, don't put on prescription glasses that aren't yours, and definitely don't put on glasses that you find in the toilet. He Correct. didn't even wash them off. But uh, but Homer puts on the glasses, and <laughs> he parodies the scene in uh, Wizard of Oz from 1993 when the Scarecrow demonstrates his newly acquired intelligence when the, you know, wizard gives him his brain. By citing yeah. the law uh, that governs the length of sides of an isosceles triangle. Uh, but unlike in Wizard of Oz, somebody in the bathroom uh, points out uh, that the Pythagorean theorem recite, recited applies to right angle triangles, not isosceles triangles. Unless there is a right angle in the triangle. Yes. That was awesome. That was <laughs> yeah. that was fantastic. Because if you guys don't know, glasses make you smarter. Correct. Nerd! <laughs> uh, but then we find out that Henry Kissinger is visiting the power plant and uh, he's visiting with Mr. Burns yep. and you know, he, uh, he, he, he's like, um, I lost my glasses and Mr. Burns is like, Oh, I'm sure they'll turn up. And then we got, <laughs> go to his like brain. He's like, yep. I hope, I hope no one notices that I uh, dropped my glasses in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. 
And the whole point is, is because he helped write the Paris Peace Accord. Yep. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be the smart guy and it's, it's dumb. Yeah. How did he manage? Like, was he like standing over the toilet, took off his glasses because he wanted to clean them and then he fumbled them into the toilet? No, the only, the, well, I, I don't know who would do this well. Well, okay. This is actually something that I could think about. So he took off his glasses to pee in the toilet. Put him, put the uh, the ear ear part on his shirt, you know, just kind of yeah. hooks, hooks it in his shirt, bent over to flush the toilet, you know, the handle on the yeah. toilet, and then the glasses fell off of his shirt and into the but toilet. But why would you take off your glasses to pee? So you can aim better? No, I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever worn glasses in your life? I am currently wearing a pair of prescription glasses. I have not once ever taken my glasses off to go to the bathroom. Now, I have gone to the bathroom without them on, but that's usually <laughs> at night and they're sitting on my nightstand. Yeah. But I have never gone to the bathroom like, oh man, I'm about to drop this wicked deuce. I need to take off my glasses to concentrate. <laughs> like No, the only the only possible explanation, well, there's two. Is one he took him off to clean him, and he fumbled him into the toilet. Or two, there was something broken on the glasses. He bent over to like tie a shoe or something, or to yeah, check that, something, and they fell sense. off. Yeah. So, but no, he did not put him on his shirt to take a piss. Okay. Um. So then, after uh, Henry Kissinger leaves, Smithers, you know, uh, Smithers tells uh, Burns that his plant is losing money, and yeah. uh, you know, Burns like. Well, I've uh, I've survived uh, many uh, twelve recessions, eight panics, and five years of McKinleyomics, <laughs> which is a joke at Reaganomics. Yes, yeah. Uh, so I mean, Burns been in the in the power plant industry, and I mean, okay, look at it like this. So our my business that I'm in, um, working at uh, electronics uh, retailer, we've yeah. been around coming on twenty four years. Yeah. And I mean, we outlasted, you know, Circuit City. We're, I mean, we're a small family owned company, but I mean, we yeah. outlasted Circuit City, Ultimate Electronics, Radio Shack. I mean, we've hit, you know, those recessions too, but yeah. our company survived. So I kind of get what Bruce now, is now, talking about. Now, here's my question this is 93, late 93. Yep. Has there been 12 economic recessions since he? started working at the plant or even owning the plant i would okay i okay to be fair i i mean to be fair we've been through two recessions in, in our ten, lifetime in in 10 years in 10 years so actually I mean, it's more been more like 15 because the first recession started in 08 yep okay so i mean two and 15 so that would mean a hundred and it's a lot of years. Yeah. It's like a hundred. It's like a hundred and eighty years or something like that. Yeah, maybe not. So probably not. <laughs> I would probably yeah. have to guess not. I mean, maybe eight panics, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's definitely. I mean, we've seen the stock market fluctuate in pretty yeah. drastic. You know, in five years of McKinleyomics. Well, I mean, we've been living through like sixty years of Reaganomics. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, Smithers suggests layoffs. And Burns yeah. starts burning, pointing at the uh, people at the bar. He's like, okay, him, 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 and hmm, better keep the egghead. 
he just might come in handy. And he's pointing at Homer wearing the Kissinger glasses. But it's really funny if you slow it down and look at each monitor. The first yeah. two, the first two are just random employees. The yeah. third one actually kind of looked like Lenny. It probably was. It was kind of funny. I was like, yeah. firing Lenny? No, don't fire uh, Lenny. I mean, he'll just bring him back because, I mean, how many times has Homer quit and been fired and brought back? <laughs> well, we know that this episode he did. Yep. So we cut back to the house and uh, Homer's still wearing the glasses and Lisa is telling Homer not to wear somebody else's glasses, which I I don't know if you've ever done this with your friends. I've done this quite a lot. Um, and I don't know why this is a thing that people are like, Oh, let me see your glasses. Let me see how bad your eyesight is. It's like, okay, but you're not going to be able to see much because you know, this prescription is specifically for my eyesight. Oh, I've and put on, so, I've put it on Shay's glasses before and I've gotten dizzy. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. Dizzy. So, so for, for you people out there who have either, and I've done it too. I've worn other people's prescriptions and I've never gotten dizzy, but if you have like perfect eyesight or near perfect eyesight, or even if you don't have good eyesight, probably not a good idea to wear somebody else's glasses. As no. Steve specifically disproved, you might get dizzy. Yeah, well, it's funny though. Shay put on my glasses because she wanted to see my prescription. Yeah. She's like, these things do literally nothing. Because how I bad is Shay's eyesight? Shay's eyesight's pretty pretty bad. Um, okay. She can see stuff really close up, but other than that, it's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. But she puts don't on you mine. Have... Yeah, she... I was going to say, don't you have 20-20 in one of your eyes? Yeah, so one of my, my left eye is pretty much 20-20. There's a minor, minor prescription for it just to counteract yeah. my right eye. My right eye, just garbage. Like if I close, What did like, you do? I, well, I don't know. I mean, it was really <laughs> weird. I mean, that's how I noticed it in when I was 16. Because yeah. so the doc, the optometrist basically said, your left eye is compensating so much for your right eye because both my eyes together uh... are pretty. Like I could close or read stuff twenty twenty far away with both eyes. Okay. But as soon as I close, like my left eye, my right eye can't yeah. see garbage. But if I close yeah. my, like looking at my like pops up on my wall, like I could close my yeah. right eye. And read yeah. even the tiniest print on my cans. So it's really. Oh, like, I'm. Yeah, I'm a, blind as I'm blind as a bat. Like I'm sitting about, I don't know, two feet away from my uh, some posters. And like, yeah, I can read the letters, but they're pretty fucking blurry. <laughs> like my eyesight is, is not great. So, you know, Homer looks at Bart thinking he's speaking to Lisa yeah. and he goes, well, just because you're 10 feet tall, doesn't mean you can tell me what to do. <laughs> Lisa's like, I'm over here, dad. Like that's fantastic. Cause that's what happens when you wear other people's glasses and the prescription is not meant for you. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, so they're watching the news where they've learned that Kissinger was sent to the hospital after walking into a wall, presumably because he doesn't have his glasses and he can't see very well but even now i it's a funny joke but even i would be able to see a wall coming up on me if i wasn't wearing my glasses yeah oh yeah you should yeah. be able to and unless, unless so you're, unless you're blind blind i don't well yeah if you're blind yeah if you, yes. if, if you yeah well that's why you have a cane yep 
Yeah. So so now we uh, go to Ken Brockman, who's at the unemployment office, where he says it's not as happy happy as it once was. And it's not just for philosophy majors anymore, which I thought was hilarious. Um, he's like, useful people are feeling the pinch. So it's funny because when I got my major, I, I was a comm major in college. And I remember I was at one of my really good friend's house and his dad asked me what my major was. And I go, I'm a comm major. Like, not even missing a beat. He's like, so have you learned the phrase, are your fries, uh, uh, your fries are ready? Because <laughs> he's like, you're going to be working at McDonald's. And it's like, like, I, there's plenty of stuff I could do with a comm major. Yeah, and but- I had like three different emphasis and like. Well, what's really funny is, so I listen to my this morning show here in Minneapolis every morning, and yeah. it just so happened that this morning they were talking about going to college for yeah. you know, being on the radio and stuff like that. And he was like, after I graduated, I walked into the radio station, you know, told him I had a degree. <laughs> He's like, oh, we would have hired you without the degree. And apparently yes. like half the people on the staff already got jobs that didn't have uh, de- degrees in communication or radio broadcasting. And I was like, yeah. well, could you do, could you do that? And t- you couldn't do that in TV. There's no way. Right. Or maybe, there I is. mean, maybe back in the day you could have, but here's the thing, especially with TV, the training is a lot more extensive. You don't necessarily need a degree. I did work with a guy who literally walked in to the ABC station here in Green Bay and was hired. Now, I don't know if he had a college degree, but he had no training. Yeah. Like, so, he, but I feel so like, like a degree isn't training, though. You gotta. Well, I mean, I did do stuff for television and a little bit of radio in college. Okay. To, you know, help, you know, to help me secure a job, which honestly didn't really help. Guess what did? <laughs> Experience. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I guess you don't necessarily need a degree, but it helps because you go through training when you get it. Um, And so Kent, you know, interviews Barney Gumble, and Barney is like, well, I haven't been able to find a job in six years. And and Kent's like, well, what do you have in training? He's like, I've got five years of training in modern dance and six years of tap. Don't think that's what Kent meant, Barney. But we did learn Barney is probably a good dancer. Yeah. Well, you kind of have to be to be a big baby, right? Yeah. yeah. What else? Is, he, he's had a lot of jobs, but I don't. He, yeah. should, he should join the ballet. Yeah. So uh, as we learn, the reason for the uh, higher unemployment is in Springfield is because they closed Fort Springfield, uh, which devastated the liquor and prostitution industry. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I I I would have to talk to an army guy about this. But, uh, yeah, okay. I guess I can see, you know, especially like maybe Navy. I've heard like Navy, like sailors, they, they tend to go towards more prostitution, but I'm not a hundred percent. Uh, so if any of our listeners were in the military and would like to comment (laughs) on if this is a real thing that, uh, people in the military drink a lot and spend money on hookers, uh, please let us know. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and I like how Kent blames the viewers for all this, which is, uh, yeah, we're not going to get into that. I'm going to get yelled at. Uh, we'll continue on. So um, we go to a town hall meeting where uh, Quimby suggests using the rest of the money 
for him to move and become a mayor of a new town. Yeah. And he's like, and I'll send for you. And they all boo him. Cause yeah, he's like, that I is, that's a tip. He's like, I promise that I'll use whatever's left of the town's treasury to move to a pro- more prosperous town and run for mayor. And, uh, once elected, I will send for the rest of you. Now, yeah, boo. now <laughs> the funny thing about this is there's actually a theory going on. The reason why we never know where Springfield is, is because they actually keep moving the town of Springfield to different to different locations. And that's why, like, Homer's address changes and stuff like that. And, like, the big one, the big, big one is – we haven't got there yet, the last exit of Springfield where they destroy, yeah. where they destroy yeah. the town for garbage, and they literally pick up Springfield yep. and move it. So that's yeah. kind of the running theory. I actually found this online not too long ago. Like, that's why yeah. we don't exactly know where Springfield is, because they keep picking up the town and moving it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so Lisa gets up, and she goes to Mayor Quimby. I didn't really like this part, because Lisa's much smarter than this. Yeah, and she's, uh, like, she's like, like, she's like, excuse me, Mr. Mayor. Uh, the uh, chair recognizes the little chick with the gle- gleam of hope in her eyes. <laughs> And she's like, she's like, I saved up money and uh, it's fifteen dollars. And he and Quimby is like, ah, good tip money for the flight attendants. <laughs> no, the sky jockeys. Uh, sky jockeys. Thank you. I couldn't think of the turn that he used. I didn't feel like pausing it and rewinding it. Uh, which I thought. And again, Lisa Lisa knows who Mayor Quimby is. Why? I, I don't understand that that little that little exchange there. Uh, so uh, Abe Simpson gets up. And he yells about uh, what used to make Springfield great, uh, which is, you know, a little elbow grease, little can-do attitude and elbow grease. And he falls asleep right in the middle of his speech. And uh, Skinner stands up and he's like, well, how about legalized gambling? Because, and everybody cheers and he's like, we could use the revenue to help the education system, which the crowd just <laughs> crickets. like, crickets, <laughs> which uh, yeah, it's typical America. Um but and so, but see, but see, the funny thing about legalized gambling, this is kind of, I don't know if this is necessarily true for gambling in like Minnesota or any, any other States where, yeah. you know, the taxes from it go help, you know, other things. But I do know that things like when States legalize marijuana, yes. the taxes from that actually go to help education and, and the city. So yes. I, it's also our, our normal taxes are supposed to do that. But again, we're going to, we're, <laughs> we're going to move on. Uh, and Patty goes, well, I'm okay with the gambling part of Skinner's plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that too. Uh, yeah. Um, so that net ass, uh, Reverend Lovejoy and Lovejoy's like, well, if something's approved by the government, it's no longer immoral. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. We could say so many things about that line. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Um, and then Burns says, oh, I could build a casino and then tighten my grip on the, on Springfield. And then everyone cheers. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know why yeah. anyone would let Burns do literally anything in this town. Because he's the only one with money. I guess. I guess he could put the money into it. And yeah. then Barney stands up and burps. And then everyone <laughs> cheers. Because <laughs> Barney had to put in his two cents. Yes. And then uh, I like how Quimby asks, is anyone, anyone object to uh, legalizing gambling? And everyone starts grumbling. Well, what if Marge and Marge and Marge. They, everyone looks at Marge? She's like, well, I think it'll help the town. Yeah. And then everyone cheers. Yeah. 
I mean, Marge was against a lot of things so far, like the monorail yes. and everything, a lot of other things. Yes. But uh, I, I, gambling. Yeah, but Main Street is still all cracked and broken. <laughs> so they can use the gambling money to fix Main Street. Yeah. Yep, and then Quimby says he can, okay, I'll stay and grow fat with the kickbacks and slush funds. Oh, yeah. Good old Mayor Quimby. Never lets us down. He's pretty consistent. No. There's one thing yeah. I can say about Mayor Quimby. He's definitely a consistent mayor. Yes. Um, and uh, then as they're walking out, uh, Homer uh, thinks that he's like, and we're going to do something good for the children. Was he only paying attention to the Skinner thing, maybe? I don't know. Well, as we'll find out, uh, Homer Homer does not pay attention. No, Homer does not pay attention at all. Yeah. But if you want, okay. But to be fair, this line almost goes back to he was only listening to Skinner and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he was at the meeting, as we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. And so now, uh, you know, the town, the town square is literally slowly changing into Vegas. Like everyone yes. getting drunk, hookers on the streets, um, just all sorts of debauchery happening all over the town yeah. square. I mean, that, that moved pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have something I want to point out before we move on from the town square. Um, so among the items tossed into the air to celebrate Springfield's decision to legalize gambling, uh, yeah. a purse, a, a hairbrush, okay, dentures, makes sense, and a whole bunch of hats. That makes sense. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yep. Uh, so now we uh, head over to Burns and the mayor walking down the boardwalk. So here we go. Here we go. We're expanding Springfield even more because this was back <laughs> when we talked with McElfrish about, yeah. you know, bodies of water in Springfield. And yep. we actually explained during during that Halloween episode about how the Simpsons had a boardwalk. And this is the first episode where we learn the Simpsons, Springfield is on a lake and it has a whole boardwalk lake uh, in California. Yep. Like, it, yep. like I, I wouldn't say this is an ocean. I mean, it looks like a big body of water. It almost looks like, like a Michigan, Lake Michigan size of body of water. I don't, we don't really, I don't know. Could be the ocean. Look, we don't know where Springfield is. You were thinking too much about this. Let's move on. But they now have a boardwalk. <laughs> Yes, they have point. a boardwalk. They have a boardwalk now, where Burns has a flashback of driving bumper cars into an employee. <laughs> oh, God, that was hilarious. What a happy little kid. Yeah. Such, a, such a happy little kid, man. Yeah. Um, and I like how Burns, you know, we cut back, you know, small Burns is laughing, and then we cut back to present-day Burns, who's laughing. I mean, have you ever thought of something so much that you just... It's just nonstop laughter. Like you laugh for like not for minutes. like. Oh yeah, that yes. Uh, this time frame with Burns, no, no, no. Okay, you haven't laughed for a full day. No. <laughs> yeah, he's laughing. You know, he's laughing in the shower, laughing in bed, laughing, and laughing in church. Then he's back at work. I'm assuming the next day, and he's just still yeah. laughing. And then he finally stops. He's like, I don't remember what I was laughing about. And then we kind of pause for a beat. He's like, oh, yeah. And starts laughing again. <laughs> I've, done, I've kind of done that before where I'm like, I'm laughing about something. And then I forget. And then I remember and start laughing again. I've done that. Okay. 
Uh, but yeah, so Burns is now uh, bringing in a bunch of people to pitch casino design ideas. Yep. And we get Britannia, uh, <laughs> casino from a British guy. And, you know, yeah. he's like, oh, it includes everything, including the, the I can't remember what he called the. the yeah, bar- basically like a waitress. Yeah, the waitress. And she's the, like the typical stereotype oh. women with the horrible teeth, bad posture. Fresh yeah. freshen your drink, governor. governor. Get out. Get out. <laughs> and then the hippie comes in. And before he can even pitch the idea, he's like, get out. <laughs> what was that? That was just called Woodstock. Like, there, wasn't ah, even yes. a, there wasn't even a clever name for it. He actually called it Woodstock. <laughs> and there was a bunch of tents. It wasn't even a casino. <laughs> How do you know? Maybe the different tents had the games in it. Ooh, Maybe. Um, and so then the sea captain comes, he's like, okay, I need a man and three ships and we'll sail around the world collecting. And he's like, we're building a casino. Okay. Give me five minutes. (laughs) I don't know what the hell he thought he was pitching. I don't know. Um, but birds is like, I'll just have to design the, design the casino myself. I I know what it needs. Sex appeal and a catchy name. Cut to. Mr. Burns Casino with a neon sign of Burns as a merman. (laughs) Yeah, because that's some good sex appeal there. Sex appeal for who? Hundred year old ladies? Exactly. And uh, so, yeah. Um, So now we cut to uh, Lisa back at home that and she's telling Marge that the school is doing (laughs) a uh, state pageant, which I don't think we ever did a state pageant. We've done pageants before, but nothing based on I never did a pageant. No, like at school, like where, well, I guess it was more of like an assembly thing, like a presentation assembly thing, not necessarily. Well, there was that. Yeah, that's, yeah. but that's an assembly, not a pageant. Yeah, which is kind of weird for a school, but she can't, yes. she doesn't know what to go as. And so nope. I like how Marge, Marge suggests that she goes Nevada and yeah. Lisa's like, Nevada makes my butt look big. <laughs> Does Nevada make your butt look big, Steve? Yeah, I would probably go as, uh, you know, Illinois, Indiana. Um, not Wisconsin? No, Wisconsin would make my chest look big. Wouldn't you, know, you want that? It, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what other <laughs> Wouldn't you want your chest to look bigger? I don't know. California would probably make your butt look big, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so that was cool. And then Marge is like, well, what about Florida? You like orange juice and old people? <laughs> and old people like Lisa, sorry. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, Florida. She could go as Florida woman. Florida would actually be fine because it kind of, it's a slimming shape once it goes down your, down your body. Yeah, yeah. Like, it uh, is the wang of America, though. It is, yes. Uh, so, you know, Lisa asks Homer for advice, but uh, Homer's trying <laughs> to teach Maggie how to gamble. It's like, Marge's like, why are you teaching Maggie how to gamble? And Homer's like, I got a job at Burns' <laughs> Casino. As you know, it's been my lifelong dream to become a blackjack dealer. And Marge is like, your lifelong dream was to become a contestant on the gong show. And you did it in 1977, remember? And then we get a flashback of Homer and Barney on the gong show, sharing overalls and playing a large harmonica. (laughs) How many many gongs did he get? So... Uh, yeah, they, uh, they went up against some, uh, a breakdancing robot and they still got more gongs than that, even though it caught on fire. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, a breakdancing robot. I mean, that's gotta be cooler than Homer and Barney in a, uh, but, but I'm assuming somebody's controlling the robot. So like when it caught on fire, the guy who made the robot got a gong. 
because his ro- the, the robot broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, for some reason, they also have a blood bank on the premise. Well, oh, no, that's at the casino. That's yeah. at the casino, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So now we go back to the casino and we learn that there is a blood bank on the premise, which is kind of cool. So if you, you uh, lose some blood and they have your type, they can they can infuse you with more blood. Exactly. So that's kind of neat. I think more casinos might might want to do that. Or maybe not, because that might cost more. Well, turn it into uh, a hospital, because as we see, Marge, you know, spends an exorbitant yeah. amount of time there. Like, probably yeah. everyone in Springfield. So if you don't have time to go to a hospital, <laughs> having a blood bank on site is super helpful. Yeah. Uh, we learned that uh, Gary, Gary Cooney, <laughs> is it Gary or Jerry? I think it's Jerry. Is it Jerry Cooney? Jerry Cooney. He's the official greeter of Mr. Burns's casino, and he is voiced by by this guy. I don't I don't know anything about this guy. Jerry I think Cooney. he was. Is I'm assuming he was a boxer. Yeah. Okay. Because because as we see, Otto comes to the casino. Well, he's a, he's it, an ex heavyweight boxer. Uh, did he ever win? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did he win like the belt? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about boxing and I didn't really want to look into him um, because I don't really care about boxing. So Otto comes and he's greeted by Cooney, but Cooney won't leave Otto alone. He's like, oh, we have this thing. And Otto's like, (laughs) and Otto's like, leave me alone. And he won't. And so Otto punches him and knocks him out with one punch, (laughs) which is hilarious. That's a great joke. I figured, I figured the dude was a boxer because of that reference. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Um so now we cut to Homer who's uh who's a blackjack dealer and uh he keeps it sounds like he keeps uh 15, hitting and then 15, breaking 21 28 30, 30, dealer 32 plus. and everybody is happy and we get our first <laughs> appearance of the rich Texan who Homer calls senator. So is he actually from Texas? Is that kind of the running gag on him? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Yeah, he's a rich Texan, and he comes to Springfield to to spend his money. Yeah. Do you think so, he's a senator in Texas? <laughs> maybe. I mean, maybe he's might... a... senators go all over the place to do illegal crap. Um. So uh. So then Homer shifts ends, and then everybody's like, "All right, we're gonna leave." because they ever, they're not. Have you ever done that where you're on a hot streak at a table and the dealer leaves, and you're like, "Okay, well, I don't trust this new guy. I gotta get out of here." No, because I don't normally gamble. I I try. I've tried blackjack a few times. I didn't do so well. I did okay at the craps table when we were in Detroit. Um, I know you did pretty well when you were in Detroit, but I actually uh, not craps um, roulette. roulette. I did craps in Vegas, and I, I did all right. Uh, we were doing the five dollar craps, but we were doing the electronic craps, so See, there wasn't a dealer. I hate electronic stuff. So like they have. <laughs> So they have but here's the thing. But here's the thing with <clears throat> the electronic. It's not really electronics. So you remember the board game Trouble? Yeah. So basically, it's like when you roll the dice, it's kind of like that. You don't where know like, if those are weighted in there or computer chipped or anything. It's kind of like so. No, at, at it's Mr. random. It, at- it is random. No, no, it is random because my friends were on that thing. And they went on a they went on like a 12 game win streak with that thing. <laughs> they, those uh, things are not rigged again it's a five dollar it's a five dollar bet yeah well what's fun. the point what's the point of rigging a five dollar bet now know. if it was like a thirty dollar electronic oh yeah 
you bet your ass they're going to probably try to do something to make it, you know, well, more like riggable. They have uh, computerized roulette. So at Mystic oh, Lake. Oh, I hate a computer. I hate it. Computerized Lake, at Mystic roulette. Lake, there was a computerized roulette table. And the first variation of it was actually all electronic. All yeah. of it. Everything. I've done it. Yeah, I've done that. So now at Mystic Lake, they actually, you pick everything digitally. Like you pick your numbers and everything yeah. digitally. But it's actually a real ball going in a in a roulette wheel inside. Yeah, the they, they, they have that at Vegas too, where you just pick your number digitally and then... You, you actually, somebody actually spins the ball in the, the, the See, those I trust. I could trust yeah. the guy spinning the ball. The machine spinning the ball? I'm not, no. I'm not, I'm no, not no, on no. that. No, I broke even on an all-electronic roulette wheel. <laughs> which I'm fine with, and I don't lose any money. But, so, uh, so Abe is uh, playing craps, which once you, actually, by the way, once you learn craps, it's a lot of fun. Um, but the, it, it's, it's a, it's not a hard game to learn, but there's there's a few things you have to know. Yeah, I never uh, wanted to learn craps. It's it's very easy to learn. It is <laughs> if you if you go with somebody who knows how to play. Okay. If you're learning on the fly, I it's very hard. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, Abe can't roll the dice. Um, are, they, are they just stuck in his hand? Or yeah. Oh no, just... no, he no, no. He said he wouldn't roll the dice because he wasn't ready to roll. Because Skinner yells at him to roll the <laughs> dice, and he's like, no. And then, oh no, I'm sorry. Apu, Apu tells him to roll the dice. He's like, no, I'm not going to roll the dice. And and then the dealer's like, you need to roll the dice, sir. So Abe's like, fine. But he drops the dice, and one of them goes into a slipper, and he walks away. And he's like, he's like, ow, ow. It's like. I get he's old, but you know, take off the slipper and get the dice out. Is there rule, uh, is there rules on like how quick you have to roll the dice? I don't know. Well, so on the electronic, uh, um, craps table, like where you just push a button and it rolls it for you. Uh, I believe you get 30, 30 seconds to place your bet, your bets. Okay. Um, at a real table, I would assume, you know. They probably give you a time limit. You probably get like 30 seconds. Uh, yeah. The the dealer's like, you know, okay, no more betting. And the, the guy rolls his dice. Um, so, so now we go to the casino where, you know, they have shows and, you know, I didn't, we didn't go to a show. We wanted to see the blue man group when we were in Vegas, but unfortunately we, we did not. Um, I don't, I think, I don't remember if it was a time thing where they weren't playing uh, but we, I mean, we really just kind of wandered around Vegas and then gambled a little bit. Um, so, uh, but at this casino, they have the flamboyant magic of Gunter and Ernst, <laughs> which is the parody of Siegfried and Roy. Oh, that was good. I, I, yeah. that's, that's really funny. I wonder if and they, this is their first, and this is their first appearance. Cause yeah. I believe they're in a couple other episodes. They are. I kind of wonder if they asked Siegfried and Roy to do an episode, you know, guest voice. Yeah. And they said no. So we're like, you know what? Fine. We're just going to make <laughs> fun of you then. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so we got their tiger, white, white Bengal tiger on, uh, on the stage now yep. I wonder. Now they are. There's actually white Bengal tigers, right? They're not considered albino. I believe they're white and not albino. Okay, because I was wondering that if the if there's actually a white tiger, because the eyes. If you look at the eyes of the tiger, they're kind of reddish or orange. So I was kind of like, eh, is it an albino tiger? Or is it a real tiger that's white? Is it a white Bengal tiger? That's what I'm wondering. But anyway, uh... so. so... Yeah, they're white. Okay. Oh, oh no, no, they are albino because okay. it's the lack of pig, uh, lack of pigment 
uh, pheomelanin. So, so I would they assume. Are. Okay. So cool. I guess that would technically be considered because an albino, it's the lack of of pigment. Yep. So yeah. So they're 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 albino. Cool. So they not not only do they have a tiger, but it's an albino tiger, and its yeah. name is Anastasia. Anastasia. And, and he comes out <laughs> on a unicycle. <laughs> yeah. And I like how one of them says it's nicer than like yeah, this is nicer than the jungle that you came from. And so yeah. we get a flashback. They're at the, in the jungle. The tiger's literally just chilling. Yep. And he's like, picks his head up, looks around. He's like, nighty night, tiger. And then she <laughs> Yeah, the tiger was already, was already tiger sleeping, was man. <laughs> yeah, but I suppose. No, actually, no, because if you try to move the tiger, the tiger's probably going to wake oh, up. Oh, he'll probably and, try to kill and, you. And it, and yeah. But, uh, so in this instance, it was probably smart to wake him up and then put him back to sleep. Yep. And so <laughs> tiger obviously has a long memory and yep. uh he uh attacks him for you know waking him up and uh yep. taking him to the show and yep. so this is a prediction alert um from 10 years after this episode aired was when roy was attacked by their tiger yep so, i mean here's it now here's the thing you know a lot of people are like oh the simpsons can predict the future and it's like but it's just cute. Like we're humans and they're bound to like, be able to, to do this. And you have a tiger. Yeah. You've trained the tiger, <laughs> but it's still a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. But I yes, mean... they 10 years, almost. I think if I read, it was almost 10 years to the day that this episode aired. Wow. That's See, I mean, something could, like that. That's the funny thing. You could literally write anything yeah, and, and have it not come true, but yeah. you could literally write anything and yeah, maybe it's bound to come true. Like and maybe going back, thing. maybe going back on your thing where they asked Siegfried and Roy to voice and they wouldn't do it. So they're like, screw this. We're going to have the tiger attack their, their counterparts. That's right. It's a joke. Yep. And so I like how Bart's, it was he at the craps table. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And, and uh, gambling, and the squeaky teen voice teenager comes up and he's like, "Hey, how old are you? And, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, how old are you?" And he's like, well, "Did he actually say an age, or was it just he?" Kicked no, him he's out? like, "Yeah, he just kicks him out." Well, what are you gonna do? Go open up your own uh, casino in your treehouse? I'd like to see that. And then uh, over to Bart's house, we get a Bart casino up in his uh, yeah. treehouse. By the way, Bart did tell the squeaky voice teenager that he, uh, the martini sucked. Yo, so apparently right. Bart is drinking, well, but he's 10, so he probably doesn't have a taste for liquor yet. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, yeah I like, yeah, we cut to Bart's casino and he's, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, okay, oh, I should shut showed... me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So now Bart shows up at the casino, you know, to say hi to Homer. Yeah. And oh uh, my God, I like so this. Great. So Homer, Homer's a uh, photographic memory here. He's like, uh, he's like uh, um, yelling at us like Marge. This is remember when uh, you uh, um, said you didn't like, he's like recalling Marge was opposed to the legalized gambling. We see Homer's memory of, of Marge having green hair. Yeah. Pooh has three heads. Yeah. And Homer's own body is buff and trim. Also, I like to point out there's an old man in a bikini. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There's an old man in a bikini. Oh, uh, Homer's memory, man. He's, yeah. uh, 
Just well, I love twos. I, I love how the fact so Marge comes in and Homer is like, well, you were against it. And Marge's like, no, no I was actually four. And he's like, well, that's strike three. I was at that meeting. I had a, and I have a photographic memory. And he points. He actually pointed it to the to his head, which yeah. was good. <laughs> oh, Homer, your memory is a little bit jumbled from all that alcohol. And you know, falling down the Springfield Gorge. And falling and down the Springfield Gorge. Yep. And falling down the stairs, and just in generally getting hit in the head. <laughs> yep. So Marge, you know, is on her way out of the casino, but she finds a quarter on the floor. She's like, ah, play one. So she sticks it into the slot machine. And wins, but I like how she sticks it in, pulls the lever, and walks away. And the no, machine... no, she won. No, no, she won. She looks at her watch, and then she walks away. Oh, I thought she walked away after she put the quarter in. No, no, she no, was no. like, either I'm not going to win, or I really don't care what happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then she goes back for more. And yep. so now we cut back to part of his casino, and he's walking. Oh, around. He's I like, love hey, this! I love going? this. This is probably one of my favorite sight gags of The Simpsons. Yeah. So he's like, he was walking around. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, good to see you. Tell your friends. Looking yeah. lucky. Hey, what's happening? Love the jacket. And <laughs> <laughs> and so then we see um, on the billboard outside Bart's casino is like uh, Millhouse next week. Um, an evening with Jimbo. Uh, yeah. So like the, that evening it was Millhouse. Yep. And then next week, what's an evening with Jimbo? Does he just beat you up uh, and take your money? Tells you jokes. I don't know. I've been to a couple evenings with Kevin Smith and he just sits on the stage and tells stories. Yeah. But Kevin Smith isn't a bully. No. I mean, <laughs> I feel like if it's a show though, it'd be him telling stories about him being a bully. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So this is my favorite site gag. Yep. So now out. we get a gambling board. Um, first one on the gambling board, we got Kerbopple, Nervous Breakdown, two to one odds, which was a pretty good odds. That's a pretty good odds. I mean, it's Bart. I mean, Bart, if Bart's involved, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I would give that one to one, not two to one. Yeah. Fat Kid Popular, 50 to one. Okay. I All mean, right. well, there was that time that Mark, well, dude, you could have put a bet on that because next season when, uh, Martin gets a pool. He becomes popular. Yeah. yeah, but is he fat or is he just chubby? <laughs> that's, that's the same thing. Yeah, are we no, going? No, no, no. So are we going Uter fat or? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Uter fat. Uter fat. Okay. Uh, Bart oh gets his God. own TV show. <laughs> a thousand to one. <laughs> he still hasn't gotten his own TV show, but he's been popular a lot. Or did yeah. he get his own TV show? No, I don't think he's had his own TV show. So, so after, so here's what's going to happen after the Simpsons finally shut down, that's when we're going to get our Bart Simpson (laughs) spinoff show. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So now we get Milhouse trying to do uh, (laughs) magic where he tries to stick a cat in a hat, but the, no, 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 no. The cat is already under his hat. He's trying to stick a cat into a box. Oh, it's in the box. Sorry. Yeah. He's always trying to get a stick a cat in the box. And then I'm assuming he was going to pull the same cat cat out of the hat. But the other yeah. cat in the hat would not cooperate. And then both cats attack Millhouse. Yep. And it's hilarious. That's great. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Don't try to use cats as, uh, as props because they're not, they're probably not going to cooperate. Yeah. Use bunnies or birds. Yes. Those so, are way more, way more doable. So now we cut back to the casino and we get a, uh, movie reference, uh, from the 1988 film Rain Man. And uh, we see Dustin Hoffman's character, Raymond Babbitt, uh, counting cards. And Homer is, like, goading him to do more tricks. Do it again. And, count count do, cards again. 
And because he's, uh, you know, because the character's autistic, he starts, you know, to, like, throw fit. And uh, Tom Cruise's character also appears as Charlie Babbitt sitting next to him, but he doesn't have any speaking lines. No. Nope. So do they get to, I don't think they got Dustin Hoffman to come back to do this though. No, they didn't. But yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's a great reference. Like it's yeah. kind of cool to throw something like that in. And the Simpsons early on were doing that. They were throwing a lot yeah. of movie references, but it's a good, it's a, thank God it's a newer one, one that yeah. I didn't have to look up to get <laughs> I, I actually knew yeah. that movie reference. I knew the movie reference, uh, but don't hate me. I've actually never watched Rain Man. Oh, you never seen Rain Man? We saw that. Uh, in, I thought we saw that in high school. Actually, I never, I never watched it in high school. Yeah, I think we watched it in high school. But I think it was one of those movie days where uh, you know the teacher's like, "All oh, right, take out a book or take out a, I don't know, just roll in the cart, watch a movie." <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we cut up to Burns's room in the casino, and we learn that the casino has been open for. D- Five days, and Burns hasn't slept. Yeah, Smithers comes in. Sir, you haven't slept since the casino opened five days ago. And Mr. Burns is like, I've discovered the perfect business. People swarm in, empty their pockets, and scuttle off. Nothing can stop me now, except microscopic germs. But we won't let that happen, will we, Smithers? (laughs) And Mr. like, uh, no, sir. Uh, so, uh... Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Burns's character there, uh, we'll get to it in a little bit, but the whole thing is a parody on uh, Howard Hughes because yep. he was a big germaphobe. Yeah. Uh, so now we cut back to March, who is playing uh, the slot machines still, um, and she's ignoring Maggie, and Maggie's just sitting on the ground spinning her pacifier in the air and catching it in her mouth, and but she spits it up, and a woman walks by with coins in it, in a cup and the pacifier lands in a cup. So the lady walks off and Maggie follows her and she like walks through a crowd and then she ends up under the craps, a craps table and, uh, and on the, and then, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not under the craps table on a craps table. And a guy's like, Oh, there's a baby on the craps table. That's good luck. And he throws the dice and he rolls snake eyes. Now here's it. <laughs> now here's the thing. Just because he rolled snake eyes, doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. No, but I'm guessing the bet that was on the table was bad. Correct. That's the only reason people uh, would moan is because yes. whatever the bet on this table was, Snake Eyes was. A well, bad bet. so here's the thing: when it comes to craps, you can either bet, um, you can bet the line. So if seven or eleven is rolled, you automatically win. If it's not rolled, then you can keep placing bets if you didn't bet the line. So I'm assuming people bet seven or 11. Yeah. Which is why people were pissed that the snake eyes were rolled. Um, so, but I, uh, but I, but I, but I love Barney's quote though. So we'll get to that in a second. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me finish Maggie's little journey. Um, and so Maggie goes up, gets off the craps table and she comes face to face with Anastasia and she starts playing with the whiskers as he's a baby. And, uh, Barney, you know, picks her up right as uh, I believe the tiger is about to maul her and returns her to Marge. Yep. And then, then he tells Marge what? When actually after Barney uh, returns uh, Maggie to the slot machine, you know, she's like, uh, man, that's classic impulsive behavior. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, Marge is not paying attention whatsoever. And yeah. he, see, he spots a waitress carrying a cup, cups and screams, wow, free beer. 
and he instantly downs all three cups, and one of which contains quarters, which actually wasn't on the waitress's tray. It was on the dude's slot machine behind the waitress. Well, you skipped you skipped Barney returning Maggie to Marge. That's what I said. And the quote. After Bar- and and I Barney that part. I don't have that. Uh, so Barney, yeah. So Barney returns Maggie to Marge, and he's like, "You should be. You should have better careful. You know, be uh, be more careful watching uh, little Bart here. He almost oh, got eaten. Right. He almost got eaten for by <laughs> that, that pony. pony. That's right. And then um, and then Maggie thanks Barney, gives Maggie another pacifier, tells her to stay put, then goes back to the slot machine. Now Barney eats the quarters. Yes, and uh, and then Barney uh, just begins burping up quarters, <laughs> and a woman rushes over with her coin bucket and screams, "Hey, this guy's paying off!" <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't believe that's how the human body works. I mean, no. you can eat quarters. Don't get, don't get me wrong. You can eat anything. Well, you could probably, he'd probably be vomiting up the quarters, not necessarily burping them he, up. Burping, yeah. Well, he's either vomiting or, uh, sorry, Scrubs reference. Um, he's either vomiting up the uh, the quarters or he's going to have to make a run to the bathroom. Yeah. Now, did you, how much free beer did you drink in the casino? Uh, zero, zero free beers. Zero free beers? What kind I of casino I did you go to? Uh, we were at, uh, the Luxor. Oh, I thought all casinos gave free beer to, you know, to keep you playing. I know at, I don't, I don't know if they do that at the electron. Well, yeah, there was a waitress coming around. I just didn't want anything to drink. Oh, uh, at, at Mystic Lake, it's soda. Cause you're not allowed to drink uh, yes. at casinos, but they actually up the sugar content in the syrup. So you keep drinking more and they don't put ice uh, in their drink so it doesn't get watered down. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So now we get to Krusty's Midnight Show Adults Only. <laughs> and the only thing Krusty talks about is herpes. <laughs> uh, yes, that's an adult show. <laughs> I think it's more disgusting than adult. adult? Yeah. But sure. Oh my god, that was hilarious! Like, so has anybody had herpes? Anybody? Anybody have herpes? No. Um. So, uh, so now we cut back to Burns, and uh, he's now very obsessed with germs. Uh, he doesn't want to leave his room. Um, and this whole thing, uh, the uh, Burns' obsession with germs and cleanliness, and his refusal to leave his bedroom, uh, is a parody on, as we said earlier, Howard Hughes. Um, I don't know. Is Howard, Howard Hughes is dead, isn't he's he? He's gotta be. Cause Howard those Hughes? germs finally got him. <laughs> or, or, you know, he was murdered. I, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah. Howard Hughes, Howard Hughes is dead. He's been dead for, uh, almost 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he, he died in 76. He lived 71 years. I mean, that's pretty good. Let's well, call those germs. He was protecting himself. Yeah. Well, I don't know. 71 years. I don't know what the life expectancy was of, uh, of uh males in the uh born in nineteen oh five. That's probably a good lifespan for somebody born two hundred plus years ago. Yeah. Um so uh so Homer Homer is uh gonna go home and he finds Marge gambling and Marge just tells Homer to go home without her and uh he's like I see what's going on here. Everyone loves gambling except for you, Marge. And it's like 
How dumb is Homer? Like, I get that Homer is a dumb guy. We we know he has a crayon shoved up his brain. Well, we don't know that yet, but we yeah. learn that later. But I, everybody here, I'm hoping most of our listeners have watched extensive amounts of The Simpsons. I'm sorry if you're a first-time viewer of The Simpsons. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, but how, how can he not, you know, even the dumbest person can't be that non-observant to see that Marge is gambling. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I, I get he's dumb. I get it. But I, I can't believe he's this dumb. And so Homer leaves and Smithers comes by and he asks, and he asks Marge if she's gambled enough. Um, and he's like, well, it's required by me by law to ask every 75 hours, which is approximately every three days. So Marge has um, been gambling without going home for three days. That's what it sounds like. Jeez. Now, now, now I, I don't yeah, I hope know. I comped her a free room or something. Well, maybe she just hasn't left. <laughs> No, well, he left the casino, so she could have got a room, went upstairs, and, you know. Possibly. But, so here's the thing. Most casinos will ask, uh, after 8 to 10 hours of gambling, if you're still good. Because while they want to take your money, um, they want to be responsible. Well, and there's no clocks in casinos, so you might not even know what time it is. Yeah. Um, So... Now, I don't know if this is a, a required by law, as Smithers says, but it's definitely, I, I think it's definitely like rules that, a rule that most casinos follow because of the fact that you said there are no clocks. Now, yeah. nowadays, nowadays, most people have cell phones. Yeah. So I would assume like, you know, as you're gambling, you're checking your phone or a lot of people still wear watches. So... I can imagine, but if like you're at a casino where there's like nobody really else there, maybe a few other people, they don't have clocks. Maybe you left your cell phone in your room. Okay. The dealer will be like, dude, it's been like eight hours. You need to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so we cut back to the Simpsons house where it is not clean at all. Nope. And Lisa wonders if the family is falling apart and Bart is just, uh, you know, but you know, Bart is on the phone trying to book a new act and he's like, yeah, cause the Lisa Minnelli impersonator was actually Lisa Minnelli or Liza Minnelli. I said Lisa. Yeah. Lisa Liza Minnelli. And he's like, yeah, uh, that's hilarious. Um, I don't know enough about Liza Minnelli to make fun of her. Uh, she must be ugly or something. If Bart did that, or I don't know. That's isn't she a singer. She was a yeah. singer, right? Yeah. So that's, that's really weird. Um, she, she is not, I, I, I would not consider her to be uh, conventionally attractive. No. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know why you want, want the real thing. Um, but I like how before, before they go to the casino, Lisa's like, there's nothing to eat for breakfast. And we're like, you got to improvise Lisa. And he begins by mixing ingredients (laughs) in a bowl, cloves, Tom's Collins mix, frozen pie crust. Ooh. <laughs> and then Lisa's like, maybe mom doesn't realize we miss her. We could go down to the casino and let her know. Oh, come on, Lisa. There's no reason to. And he takes a bite of his breakfast and his face is classic. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then he uh, speaks with a mouthful of his food. Okay, let's go see mom. 
<laughs> so they go to the casino to confront Marge about her gambling, and she's like, I won $60. Here you go. And Homer's like, woohoo, when they walk away. It's like, woohoo, problem solved. Because <laughs> he's like, uh, you're no, spending Homer. too much time at the casino, and I think you have you have a problem. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. so winning $60, I, I don't know if I like the fact that I like her only playing slots. You know, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, but I think you have better, uh, like, because I won. I don't know. I won decent. Like, I mean, for the like the the total, like I was playing like I don't know, like the penny slots at the Luxor, and I won like twelve bucks. Okay, I, <laughs> penny slots. At least Marge is playing the quarter slots. It might have been a quarter. I don't remember, but I won twelve bucks. Okay, but I but the amount of money you put in. I also heard there's a rumor where if you put in like a hundred dollar bill, your odds yeah. of winning are better than if you go just plug you know one dollar at a time. That's what I hear. I hear yeah. that, but I don't. By know the if way, that's really true because I'm not going to drop a hundred dollar bill in a fucking no. slot machine. No. By the way, there was a story a while back uh, from when this airs. Um, that there's a guy who was in Vegas who won like a bunch of money off of a slot machine, but there was a malfunction within the machine that didn't tell the guy the the person that they won, and so the casino actually tracked down the person and gave that person their winnings. Oh, nice! I oh. think it was a couple. I think it was like uh, in the you know the the thousands. Yeah, but I kind of want to know how much money Marge put in to get out sixty. Because if she's well, if been she... there that long and she's only won sixty dollars, yeah. I don't know, man. That's like yeah. maybe maybe it was like win one, lose one, win two, lose two. Like she <laughs> kept breaking know. even or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so now we cut to up in the uh, Burns's suite where he yep. is now grown shaggy hair, a beard, and fingernails, <laughs> just like Howard Hughes did. Yep. And tells Smithers that he just designed a new plane called the Spruce Moose that will carry 200 passengers from <laughs> New York's Idlewild Airport to the uh, Belgian Congo in 17 minutes. That's a long trip in a big short plane. amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And but so that's a reference to Howard Hughes's uh, H4 Hercules, which was dubbed the Spruce Goose. Now, yep. Smithers goes up to Burr's. He's like, that's quite a nice model, sir. And then Burr's like, model? <laughs> he thinks it's real. As we'll think. soon, f- well, and we'll find out very soon how real he thinks <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so great. Um, yeah. And so Lisa, you know, has a, has a bad dream. Um, yep. Oh, and, my God. This is and hilarious. And so Lisa's, Lisa's like, Mom. Because, you know, Lisa's not, or her mom's not there. Marge is not there yeah. to help help out. And so Homer's like, huh, what? Lisa, what's up? I just had a bad dream. Oh, yeah. sure. You just want to lie down and tell me all about it? Well, I don't know. It's absurd. But I dreamed the boogeyman was after me. And he's hiding in. And then Homer just screams, jumps out of bed. Boogeyman, you nail the windows shut. I'll get the gun. And then Homer <laughs> kicks open the door to Bart's room and, like, does a weird, like, hover over him. Bart, yeah. I don't want to alarm you, but there may be a boogeyman or boogeymen in the house. And then he <laughs> screams, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so and good. So, and so Marge comes home with a hole in the bedroom door and Homer, Lisa, and Bart and Maggie are hiding behind the mattress. And Orange is like, what happened here? 
Oh, nothing, Marge. Just a little incident involving the boogeyman. Of course, none of this would have happened <laughs> if you had been been here to keep me from acting stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's Marge's fault for Homer being dumb. Yes. Oh. Uh. That's so good. Oh I love God. I love the fact I love the fact that when Marge hey, finally Homer comes, acknowledges in, it. Okay, <laughs> that he's stupid. Yes, but then should he control his own stupidity? No, there's a part in his brain that can't control stupidity. Oh, uh, that's fair. I do love the fact that after everything, you know, calms down, Homer throws his gun to the side and it goes off. I know. He <laughs> should. And man, that's just funny because next episode we deal with guns again. <laughs> oh, we do. Bad. Yeah. Uh, and so March promises to be around more, and Homer says, "Just like on TV." And then trips over a footrest, and then we hear a laugh track in the background. Uh, because just like TV, just like TV. Uh. And so now we get uh, Bart stealing Robert Goulet from uh, Burns's casino. Well, so he was at the airport or a yeah. bus stop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, that that is Robert Goulet. Yeah, Robert Goulet got to. So they got Robert Goulet, but they couldn't get Siegfried and Roy. Man. They, I but I I guess did they get? But I feel like they got Siegfried and Roy for a later episode. Oh, did they? I guess I don't I know. Believe, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so uh, um. Yeah, so there's a sign at Mr. Burns' Casino. Tonight, Robert Goulet. Also, Concrete and Asphalt Expo in 1990, uh, 1993. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, I guess casinos maybe back yeah. then did conventions. Now they're yeah. usually just hosted at convention centers. I don't yeah. know too many conventions done at... Well, okay, that's not true. The Sometimes during the summer, they do the boat show, the RV boat show, at the uh, racetrack casino... Uh, here yeah. in Minnesota, so I guess yeah. they're kind of still using casinos for those things. Yeah, I think I th- I feel like now. Granted, this is more of shows and not a convention. But I think they do shows at some of the casinos up here. But yeah, uh, any convention they they do it at the 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 Rush uh, Center. Yeah, uh, yeah, over by Lambo. Yeah, um, and yeah. so uh, <laughs> Smithers tells Burns that Robert Goulet isn't there yet, and. <laughs> Burns says, begin the thawing of Jim Neighbors. <laughs> I don't know anything about Jim Neighbors. Nope. Uh, but then we cut back to uh, uh, Bart's casino, and Bart takes Robert Goulet to his treehouse casino. And Robert Goulet is like, are you sure this is the casino? I think I should call my manager. And Nelson's up, up in the treehouse waving his fist. Your manager says for you to shut up. Vera said that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All yeah, right. Nelson. Nelson was up there uh, putting up the marquee the for marquee, Robert. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that's awesome. Oh, Nelson. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yep. That's fantastic. Yeah, and so unfortunately, Marge broke her promise to Lisa, and the pageants tonight. And Lisa comes running in, and uh, you know, obviously she's upset, and yep. her costume's gonna be a joke. And so Homer's like, well. Okay, I guess uh, I need a rubber suit that looks like Florida. And so Homer's yeah. like, all right, it's always up to me. And so uh, I have to, yeah, he's like, it's always something. First, yeah. I had to drive March to the hospital to give birth to Lisa. And now this. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we get a montage of uh, Homer trying to 
put together so, a Florida Florida suit costume yeah. costume, and uh, you know he's a horrible sewer. He like sews he keeps his hurting hand. himself. Yeah, he keeps hurting. <laughs> sews his hand into the sewing machine. It's just uh, it's just not good. No, I like no. how he hops on the blowtorch. And then yeah. you cut away, like, you think he's, like, blowtorching, because that's, that's the whole right. Yeah. Like, you think he's blowtorching the costume, and then it pans away, and he's actually trying to fix his car, which, Homer, you probably shouldn't be fixing your car either. And Lisa no. comes in there, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we see we see Lisa's Florida costume, which is, like, this two pieces of fabric on either side of her, and the word, uh, the, the state spelled Florida on it, but he's puts an E instead of an I yep. in Florida because Homer is a bad speller. And I love how he t- he tries to tape an orange to it, but the orange falls off. And Lisa's like, I'm not a state. I'm a monster. And Homer's like, no, you're not a monster. The only monster here is the one that has ensnared Marge. And I call him Gamblor. Gamblor. <laughs> You know, for how stupid Homer is, he comes up with some pretty cool mm. ideas. Oh, God. He, he has so, a good imagination. That's what it is. Yeah. So Homer marches to the casino to get Marge. <laughs> and I love how he punches a cutout of Robert Goulet. So he's like, he's like, gets into the casino. He's yelling for Marge. So he punches, you know, uh, the cutout of Robert Goulet. He spins a wheel that lands on double stars. And everybody wins. He takes the dice out of Skinner's hand at the craps table and rolls a seven. And then Burns is like watching on the monitor. He sees yeah. Homer rampaging around and he's like, I don't want that man working at the casino anymore. And Smith's like, fine, we'll just transfer him back to the power plant. Yeah. So, so, so he's not working at the plant because well, he's, he's working, working at, at the, the casino. casino. Yeah. But, but like who's working at the, at the plant then? Well, I don't know how, I don't know if many employees converted over, I guess we never really see any dealers yeah. or any, anyone else, but maybe Homer was like, eh, let me do. It. I mean, he's not good at yeah. being a safety inspector. At least he can lose. He's not good at being this. a. He's not good at being a blackjack <laughs> dealer either. He keeps yeah. losing. And then Burns is like, "Oh, my beloved plant, how I miss her! Bah! To hell with this! Get my razor, draw a bath, get these Kleenex boxes off my feet. Certainly, sir. And uh, the jars of urine. Oh, we'll hang on to those. <laughs> and then he's like, "Come on, Smithers, let's hop into the spruce, spruce uh, and get out of here." And Smithers is like, sir, uh, and, he, and Burns pulls out a pistol and says, I said, <laughs> get, get in. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's such oh. a good line. I love oh. it. Oh. Uh, so finally, Homer finds Marge. I don't know how big the casino is that he, he missed her. Now, oh, granted, dude, the casinos, casinos are like a fucking maze, man. They are. They are. Uh, you know especially I get lost in a casino. I mean, the one in Detroit we went to wasn't actually that big. No, but it, you still kind of, I think we got turned around at least once or twice, especially when we tried to go play uh, poker. Oh, we, yeah. Remember when we tried going up and getting like, yeah. there was that out, weird outdoor type yeah. bridge thing. And then, yeah, yeah, dude, like casinos are stupid mazes. I don't even think we came, went out the door we came in. <laughs> we probably didn't. <laughs> um, so Homer finally finds Marge. Uh, he like pulls the slot machine out and knocks it over, rips it out. And he, uh, screams at her and he like tries to like tell her stuff, but it's all gibberish. So she's <laughs> yes. like, Homer, slow down. So he slows down, but it's still gibberish. And then he's, she's like, okay, Homer, think of the words you want to say before you speak. 
And he's like, Homer tell, uh, and then he's then like, Homer uh, tells Marge. Yeah, he's like, you promised Lisa to help her with her costume. You made her cry. Then I cried. Then Maggie laughed. She's such a little trooper. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marge has this realization that you know she's been horrible, and uh, Homer wants Marge to admit she has a problem, which she agrees to with Homer. And then, okay, PSA after the slide. So she's like, I should probably get professional help. And Homer's like, that's too expensive. Just don't gamble anymore. No, just if don't you do have, it anymore. Yeah, just don't gamble anymore. If you have a problem, please seek professional help. <laughs> don't listen to Homer because it, it just, just get help. If you need help, please get it or talk to somebody, even if it's just a friend. Please seek help if you need it. Um, so then we cut back to Bart's Casino, where Robert Goulet is singing the parody version of Jingle Bells from the Batman, the animated series episode, Christmas with the Joker. That's awesome. That is such Batman a good spells. Role. What is it? Robin uh, laid an egg. There's an egg. Batmobile, Batmobile broke a wheel. Joker, Joker got, Joker away. got away. Hey. hey. I think Joker sings it. I'm here all night. It's... Uh, and then he, I love how he's like spinning the microphone and he yells Millhouse <laughs> with it. Now here's the thing. I had like kind of a, uh, a Mandela effect with this episode. I could have sworn that Bart's casino was like broken up. No, but it wasn't. No, I, I swore to God, I know it hasn't. I just goes away, but I swear to God in my brain, I could have sworn there was a scene where like the police came and broke up Bart's casino. No, that never happened. No, it did not. Uh, so, uh, so now we come back to the pageant and, uh, Lisa <laughs> and Ralph win special awards because Skinner's like, well, it's obvious that your parents didn't help you with your costumes. Uh, Ralph's costume is just a piece of paper with the word Idaho on it. And just he goes, boring I is Idaho. <laughs> I'm Idaho. Um, but the funny thing is Homer actually helps Lisa, with her costume. You know, I so feel she, like Lisa she, would have been better off doing her own costume. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't do it herself. She's smart enough. Yeah. I mean, she did that diorama. Well, I guess, okay. Yeah. We haven't done that episode yet. Uh, no. But when she builds a really awesome diorama replica, yeah. I feel like she's smart enough to at least put together a Florida uh, costume. Hey, Steve. Steve. What? I'm Idaho. I'm Idaho. <laughs> uh, so then we come back to Homer and Marge leaving the casino and Homer just keeps mentioning to Marge that she has a gambling problem. Yeah. And Homer's like, remember that time I got calling ceiling watches from Sears? From Sears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you have a gambling problem. He's like, remember that time I let that escaped lunatic into the house because he was dressed like Santa Claus? Well, you have a gambling <laughs> problem. Now, it's uh, funny. I would have loved it more. I would have loved that line more had it would have been the guy uh, who thought he was Michael Jackson instead of Santa Oh, Claus. yeah. I think that, I think yeah. that would have been funnier. I think yeah. more people would have. I think more people would have gotten it. Yeah. That I, would have been a much better line. I think so. I, I yeah. personally think so. And then March tells over, well, you can't keep throwing uh, my addiction back in my face once I forgive you. I can't. Aw. Remember? And then he's like, oh, right. Yeah. And then they're walking down the boardwalk to end the episode. 
Yeah. I I really enjoy this episode. The jokes are really good. I like the fact that Bart, you know, starts his own casino (laughs) and he has his own odds board. That's probably one of the greatest visual gags uh, in The Simpsons. This is so funny. However, there's just something with this episode that I, I can't, I can't like give it a five. It just, there's just something like, it's a straight storyline kind of cause it starts. I mean, it kind of, it starts with Abe and Jasper, you know, and the, the town being crappy and then in the casino, which honestly would make the town crappier. And I just, I can't get it. There's just something missing to me to give it that five. It is a, it's a great episode. I, I will watch it, but there's just, there's just something missing for me with this episode. So I'm going to go for mm, sprinkles. It's a solid, solid episode. There, there's just something missing for me to give it that five. Oh, I'm going five all the way. This is, I love this episode. <laughs> Homer becoming a blackjack dealer. You never thought you'd see that in a million years. The yeah. Bart's casino, just the casino in general. I, I like the fact that Homer keeps bringing up that he thought she didn't want the casino. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's absolutely hilarious. I, I think that that kind of took me out of the episode is they made Homer just so like, I get, yes, he shouldn't be able to. sew. he's going <laughs> to get distracted making the costume. But the fact that he did, they just made him so dumb when Marge is clearly gambling that it, that part just, it just takes me out of the episode just enough. I don't know. I I just love watching. I just watching this episode brought back so many memories. And I mean, could Marge have done a little bit, maybe less gambling and more being a pilot. I mean, I guess that, but that really is at the core of it is an addicted gambler. I mean, that's, Kind, I mean, they did a fairly good job showing it. The only thing yeah. that I think might have been a little bit better is Marge losing enough to make her question gambling. I mean, she seemed to have been ahead. Yeah, but I here's but know. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I with, think, uh, I, think it was the, I think it was the tool of the family side that she was missing out on the family as opposed to losing money. Well, here's the thing. When it comes to addiction, especially with gambling, you, you it, it, like, it's like once you win, you get that high from yeah. winning. And you just, you know, even though you're losing, you want to get that high again. And you're like, okay, once I get to this m- amount, I'm done. But then you get to that amount and it's like, okay, well, I'm winning. Let's keep going. And then you start losing again. And it's just like, okay, I need to reach this. And then you reach that point. But it, it's just it's a it's a it's a bad cycle. Yeah. So I think the whole thing with Marge being addicted to gambling, while we don't actually see her losing the money, which would have been nice yeah. to like see her lose and be like, okay, maybe I should stop. But I'm just gonna like I'm gonna Try get one break more. even. I want one. Yeah, more. like that. That's and the then part she of... wins, and then yeah. she's like, okay, and then I'm gonna keep keep exactly. going. Exactly. That's the part of the addiction part that was I I personally think was missing. But that's a small yeah. small piece small piece of the puzzle. Um, yeah. But just overall, I love watching this episode. The The opening is fantastic with Homer and the glasses. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just hilarious. 
Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. And watching Millhouse get destroyed by cats was funny, too. <laughs> All right. Mean. Yeah, but it was funny. Um, so let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week, we have Ernest and Gunther. And their occupation is Tiger Training Entertainers. I don't know if they've... I mean, I, you have to be a good trainer to get a tiger to ride a unicycle. So yeah. I, I'll give them that. But uh, they probably should have had it on a leash or have a muzzle yeah. on it or something to keep them from get, getting attacked. Uh, their financial status, rich. But yeah. the funny thing is, don't they live at the casino? Isn't that what they said? I th- No, they didn't say that. But you would assume so. Yeah, probably like a penthouse just... I mean, look at it like this, man. You make all the money. You get a place at the casino. You're you probably get free food. Your actual expenses are yeah. <laughs> on the living side are very little. Yeah. Um, their accents heavy. I'm assuming like Austrian, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Uh, their outfits gaudy. <laughs> <laughs> very gaudy. Uh, yeah. Primary ability. Coaxing albino tigers to ride. Wait, did you say gaudy? Their outfits? Their outfits are goofy. Wow. That's an... That so, is an... Yep, so, okay. I guess you need no, Henry no, no, no. Kissinger's glasses. I do need Henry Kissinger's <laughs> So, I pair... So, to be fair, I was watching a TV show when I was just doing my character profiles, and <laughs> and I was kind of looking at the, at the book while I was typing, while I was watching a show, and I don't know how gaudy and goofy got mixed up. But their outfits are gaudy. I wrote. Oh, are they? Yes. I was like, you said gaudy. They are. Well, you said gaudy, gaudy, and I'm like, that that that's (laughs) not the word, Steve. Because I'm actually reading from my book right now. I actually put down usually for character profiles. I put down my my phone, and Uh, I just go to the book since it's open anyways. So, uh, there. Yeah, but yeah, primary ability: (laughs) coaxing albino tigers to ride unicycles. That's a neat trick. Yeah. Until they, until you get mauled by one. Yes. A round of applause, please, for Astasia. She loves show business so much nicer than savagery of jungle. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. Good episode. All right, let's finish it off with where you can find us. Head over to Facebook and uh, search us, Simpsons Did It uh, podcast um, on Instagram. Oh, before I go on Instagram, I as of today... February 10th, when I checked uh, our Facebook, we now are up to 950 followers on Facebook. Nice. And that's grown. Like, it was funny. Like, two, three, four weeks ago, we were at, like, 750. And so, yeah. Your cat approves. My cat cat approves. approves. Um, So, yes. Instagram, Simpsons Did It Pod. Uh, Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Uh, if you'd like to donate to our podcast, check us out on buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it. And all of your donations will go towards stickers and other merch. And uh, lastly, check us out on YouTube. Uh, just type in the Simpsons did it uh, podcast and you'll find us. We're going to be right there on the top. Um, yep. Need some more subscribers though. So guys, if you are listening on uh, YouTube, be sure to click subscribe. And uh, that'd be awesome. And if you obviously are listening on YouTube and you get to the end of said YouTube video, and I'm saying this to click subscribe, just go click that little subscribe. It's already on your phone. You're already looking at it. Yeah. Just just do it. It'll make our make our numbers look good. And I, and we'll yep. love you for it. So 
Until next time, my name is Steven Skolansky. I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.